So I'm hiking here on the mountain and I want to share with you guys something that is so, so important to your journey. Going back to, I have been teaching about this for three or four years now, the Karpman Drama Triangle. Karpman Drama Triangle. If you don't know what I'm talking about, that's completely okay. It's been called different things in different ways, but it's the victim, prosecutor, rescuer. Some people call it the savior triangle. And I have been reminded by two people in this past week that this is so important to deal with within myself. And as I do that, as I notice this within myself and weed out any remaining threads of this within my system to empower others as well to notice where this thing lies in your system. So I never identified as a victim and I didn't identify or and I didn't identify as a rescuer that much either. I always identify as a prosecutor. Like I would get pissed off if people are paying the victims, I get impatient and whatever. Just like get on with your life and whatever, right? So I would get triggered by people who were playing the victim and I would get resentful towards the people who were playing the rescuer. And as time went on, I got a little bit deeper understanding on what that is. So I want to talk about the victim first. And this is such a trigger for people because victim has this shame connotation. Like you're not supposed to be a victim. And if you admit you're playing the victim, then, oh my God, that's horrible. Like nobody wants to be that. Nobody wants to say, I've been playing the victim, you know. It's like not a thing that, that we say, right? Especially in the entrepreneur world because it is all about empowerment. And then we, then we played this measuring contest about who's more empowered and whatnot, right? So admitting and saying like, oh my God, I have been playing the victim. Like that's not, that's actually really hard for people to do. So I kind of want to normalize the conversation of what that really means. And I'm going to do two podcasts, seems like. I'm going to do one on the victim, one on the rescuer. So first, let's talk about the victim. So being the victim, what that means is that you are at the effect of something. Or you are affected by something somebody said that may not belong to you. Okay? Victim means that you are surrendering responsibility for your own internal decision making based on your own compass to somebody else and what they're telling you to do or not do. Okay? And when we do that, we get in trouble, okay? So, for example, if I show up to a coaching call with somebody that I have put on pedestal, and I have done this before, like, I am so guilty of this, right? Oh my God, they're so great. And whatever they think must be the truth. And then I sort of like put my own values and put my own ways of doing things because I don't think that minors are important. I put them kind of under the carpet, I sweep them under the rug. And then it's like, oh, this works for them. So therefore it must be the truth. This is how you build a business. This is how it is, right? So it's one way we give power away. It is not that we shouldn't watch people on camera and take their advice. It is that we have to be actually present to what's true for us and what's not whenever we do that. And not just allow ourselves to be blindly programmed. That doesn't work, especially in the business coaching world, right? Because there's a lot of business coaches that are really, really good, but their methodology might not actually align with your design. And this is what I found out the hard way, diving into my human design and so on. So that's one way. 
The second way that happens is that we, as empaths or as sensitive human beings, some of us with open emotional centers like myself, we get so flooded with the collective, with other people's stuff. And it is by design because I, as a projector, use that to explore the world, to feel what everybody's feeling and then go through it and then put it on podcast, right? It's a research mechanism. My emotional center is research mechanism, okay? So, and my actually decision-making is splenic, which means it's like in the moment, it's like bam, bam, bam. Of course, this makes sense now. I don't know if it's gonna make make sense month from now if i feel about it or think about it probably won't but i like in the moment i know what makes sense but that is particular to me that is my authority right so when we get flooded when our decision making authority gets sort of overwhelmed by all the other senses because we're not spending enough time with nature and clearing we're not doing some breathing and breath work we're not doing the things we love to kind of clean ourselves of this all this energy and then worse if we end up in states of overthinking and analyzing like that is like the death of your self-empowerment when you end up in like head analysis of what you should be doing right most of us don't have our dead our head excuse me as the decision-making authority right? So if you've been trying to figure out what to do with your life, the chances are you're going in loops and you're not actually going to get anywhere with that, right? So we need to align with our authority, whatever that is. So if you, you know, again, like if you want to go on one of the human design websites and you want to type it in and find out what your authority is, it's like myhumandesign.com is one of them. And there's a bunch of others. You can just Google human design calculator. It doesn't matter. And then go on YouTube. Once you find out what your authority is, if you don't know what it is, like go on YouTube and start like putting it in, you know, projector with splenic authority or a generator with emotional solid plexus authority, right? And just find somebody who you resonate with, who has walked the journey of discovering what that is. And start opening yourself to these realizations, to these things that are going to come through. Or like, oh, yeah, oh, 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 you know, like that kind of thing. This is also why I'm integrating human design into the work I do. And I work with somebody else. I'm not the expert. I'm not going to go through this certification program because it makes no sense for me. Like, I just don't have the patience to study it. But I want to understand it for my clients so that I can help them own that. And help them decide on the right strategies, okay? So it, it's, it's, it's crucial importance that we take our power back when we make these decisions, okay? So really learning about our authority and then cleaning up the system and everything else and keeping ourselves, you know, as light and as able to perceive these things versus when we're flooded and when we're have heavy and when we're, everything is kind of thick and you're just like, you know, Like for somebody like me, like I need to spend time in nature. I need to be on my walks in the morning on my hikes, hiking up and down a mountain or trail running or whatever it is. And if I do that, I usually can clear myself to the point where where I can have these ideas and I can feel very clearly what is the next step that I'm supposed to make, okay? So super important to find out what that is and start using it. Again, when working with a mentor, there's so much going on with accusations of 
so-and-so is hijacked by AI entities, blah, 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 blah. And here's how I see things right now. And that might change based on what I learn. Okay. It feels to me like everybody is to an extent. This reality, just having done my own internal work and working with professionals to helping me unplug myself from these mind control implants and influences and entities and yada, 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 yada that have been there for lifetimes. I can tell you firsthand experience that I feel that most people are to an extent manipulated by something or there's, there's something trying to manipulate at least. They have their own filters in the 4D field. And there's no such thing as like you're completely pure and clean and there's nobody trying to hijack what you're teaching or what you're thinking, what you're feeling, right? Yes, it is important to keep our frequency high and our connection to our spirit, but we don't do that 24-7, do we, right? Like we have times, we have emotional lows. We sometimes have to go there to clear some of these things out, like to go into the roots of the, the darkness, right? And we're going to hear this really loud. We're going to hear the disempowerment programs when we actually go into the darkness. And I sent a message to somebody yesterday like, oh my God, this is what my mind is saying. And it's dark. It's awful. It's ugly. But I'm kind of like approaching is like, like it is kind of awful, but also I'm a student of it. Like, can I untangle this? What is my next step to untangle this? What is the next think that I can step into instead, you know, what is the authentic way of being? How do I retire this? How do I integrate these parts in that are living in these disempowering victim programs, right? Like how do I reel it back in? How do I integrate these parts? How do I disconnect from these programs, right? And that's the work. So there's no, with all these, like, you're going to see, like, people being canceled left and right for whatever, whoever's influencing them in the astral and whatever. And it's like, you know, that is just what is so in this world. There's so much of that. And it's each of our responsibility, instead of pointing fingers and saying, oh, my God, my former mentor, she's run by something. She's, like, talking about money and blah, blah, blah. And, uh. and you know, it is our responsibility to look, take a look at that. I'm like, huh, this is interesting. Now, can I show up to her cause? Can I show up? If I know this about my mentor, there might be some influences. Okay, cool. What can I do with this? How do I show up to those calls? Should I still get what I need? Because running away is not the answer. You're gonna run into the next person. There's gonna be some influence there too, right? It's just a matter of like, you know, are they, you know, how much of that is like how, you know, but like, can you show up to these calls and still get what you need, but be fully empowered to listen with your own inner authority and go like, oh yes, okay, this totally clicks, this totally makes sense. And then you hear something and it's like, oh, it's a should. You know, they're saying this, like they're saying, you know, something and you start feeling bad about it. And you're like, oh my God, I'm not doing this. I have to be more disciplined or whatever it is and I'm you know and so you don't take it if it's not empowering you don't take it 
Don't take stuff from other people that makes you feel bad. Even if I say it, even if I tell you like, go meditate every morning and that doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. You know what I mean? Because it doesn't, not everybody's meant to meditate every morning. For example, not everybody's meant to do gratitude every morning, for example. It's kind of like, oh yes, I think, you know, the morning walks you're talking about there, am I gonna make sense for me? And for some of us, I'll be like, oh my God, no, but I'm gonna do yoga, right? So we really have to judge for ourselves instead of run with it, turn it into a should and then beat ourselves up because it's not working, okay? So this is kind of the responsibility that we have to take. And it really starts with finding a way to clearing yourself so that you can actually hear your decision authority. Because if you are, for example, if you are instinctive like me, you know, splenic instinctive authority, then sometimes it's very subtle. Like I have to hear it, I have to feel it. It's like, oh yes, you know, it has to click. So I have to be spending so much time in nature for things to click, right? And I have to, mountains for me are just everything, right? So, so you kind of have to find your thing, your thing that helps you get clear and then start mastering, accessing your inner decision authority like all the time. That is my recommendation. Take it or leave it. I enjoyed talking to you and I'm going to record the next podcast on The Rescuer. Thing, if you are getting value out of what I share in this podcast and you would like to give back, please consider leaving us a review or rating on iTunes or sharing this podcast with a friend. I would so appreciate it. Thank you so, so much.